With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, welcome to the Cult of the Collective Commentary. Featuring Dave A.C. The Sixth Doctor and Al Thor. podcast commentary channel yes we're back and we're still with doctor who how can this be ah uh, let me explain we've wandered into a forest and here comes little red riding dave ac hello dave what's wrong with me i didn't know who you are for a moment and then i remembered <laughs> you've been saved <clears throat> yes and wandering around the stacks as usual it's Mr. Randall Thor, hello, Mike. Hello! Why is it that I'm seeing a fourth shadow here? What's going on? Use the fourth. Oh. <laughs> May Sorry. the fourth be with you. Oh, I... Th- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, that's how we should do all of our commentaries, with a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yes, we're here to talk all over the top of, as we promised, a Forest of the Dead. How do we get from the end of uh, Series 6 to talking all over the top of Forest of the Dead? Well, if you remember all the way back in the mists of time, we did Silence in the Library. And we said we would bookend uh, the new series of Doctor Who with uh, that episode and Forest of the Dead. So here we are at the end. And uh, let's catch up with River Song where she was or is or has been. I'm still confused. All right. Put it on a red setting, Ian. Yeah, it's on the red settings. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, do you have your official BBC copies of Forest of the Dead at the ready? Yeah, with an official library stamp on it, BBC. There you go. Mike? And I'm ready to go, ready to hit play. Excellent. And everybody, if everybody at home is ready, we shall begin in five, four, three, two, one, play. The library. The library. Recap. Yes. Oh, it's an iPad. Oh. <laughs> 4,022 saved. Interesting yes. what that number comes out to if you switch the four and the zero and convert it to a date. Hmm. <laughs> yes. You naughty man, Mr. Moffat. Oh, Cal. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave, I'm afraid... Oh, sorry, that's hell. <laughs> Tell you what, them uh, Vashon and Rada don't clean up well after a meal, do they? <laughs> oh, no. Anybody I mean, got a chicken leg? Yeah, I mean, they'll eat half a, they'll eat half a space suit, but they'll leave the bones behind. <laughs> yeah, they're not interested in the bones. <laughs> no. Hey, who don't have the lights? Gay for memes. <laughs> Scare, they're good. Yeah. 
somebody did the 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 spacesuit the skeleton spacesuits at uh, Gallifrey one year, and look, they look dead good. I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, I don't know how they managed to have the because I mean their head had to be in there. It looked really really good. So those unidentified people I'm talking about, you know who you are. Why are you listening to this show? <laughs> First broadcast, uh, 7th of June, 2008, would you believe? Wow. 2008. When we were just little boys. <laughs> and it was it was actually up until maybe five days before this episode aired that it was actually given the title, Forest of the Dead. Mm. Uh, in the Radio Times, when this episode was listed, it was uh, under its original title of River's Run. Yes. And it was like, as I said, five days before it aired that uh, BBC came out with an article on the bbc.com slash doctorwho.co.uk, their, their Doctor Who site, saying, oh, we're changing the title to Forest of the Dead. So, yes, it was almost River's Run. All right. Interesting that, uh, that it's not called Forest of the Dead and then behind her, that curtain or, uh, oh, the oh. wallpaper is all trees. Yeah. It's a forest. It's interesting the way this that that was shot right there with the ambulance approaching the the, the hospital there. That shot is all, is basically recreated in the early parts of the eleventh hour. Yes. Basically, shot for shot. An interesting uh, departure. The the beginning of this is is you expect to be thrown right back into the action, but we're given this. Mm-hmm. Well, which, is, <laughs> which is interesting because last episode we saw Donna teleported into the TARDIS and didn't end up there. Mm. And then you remembered. <laughs> yeah, this was something that Stephen Moffat was talking about in one of the commentaries in, 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 in an interview. He was talking about the the whole idea of, of things, of different edits that you see in movies and right. TV shows, and how it's like suddenly the action shifts out to that other location, and it's as if the characters are suddenly there. And he was playing with the idea of what if it was actually like that, like that, in this. Well, he played around with this a little in the Jekyll, didn't he? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Donna's ideal man approaches. Me. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I was going to comment on the Welsh language there, but... uh... Yes, I don't have an awful lot to do in this one. I've done all the cast. Well, I suppose I could do him. But I think she already has. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> this is McAvoy. This is M- M- McAvoy. Oh. And for a bit of continuity, yes, that was the same uh, wedding dress from The Runaway Bride. And the thing is, it's so like real life. Suddenly, you married him with two kids, eh, Ian? Yeah. Hmm, <laughs> fully integrated. Hmm. Oh. 
So that's the surprise. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'll just give my few little facts that I've got. Uh, yes. 7.84 million watched it. Appreciation index of 89, which is very high. that kind of rehearsed music sound. Ooh, there's somebody at the window. Brilliant set. A squareness gun. Yep. Bossing him about already. Yep. And of course, uh, Lee McAvoy is played by Jason Pitt. Ah, I love this. Okay. <laughs> you would have seen him in Doctors, uh, Water Under the Bridge, uh, Delziel and Pasco, Soldier Soldier, The Famous Five, still, and mm-hmm. in Casualty. Casualty. He's been in it uh, four times, to- uh, three times as three different characters: Gary Naylor, Chris Candy, and Mark Haley. I thought you were going to say Doc Martin for a minute there. <laughs> the hmm, end of the universe. Mm. I wonder what that refers to. Yes. Hmm, could that be the Pandorica? Maybe. If, is it some? It, see, it's interesting going back and watching this and hearing all everything that River mentions, all their past adventures, and trying to figure out is it one we've seen in series right. five or six? <laughs> Doesn't have a red setting. The red setting. Snap dampers. What are you doing with that? Oh, it's lovely seeing David again. Yeah. Yes, it is. I mean, I do love Matt as the Doctor. He is the Doctor, but you know that was some amazing casting when they when they cast David Tennant. Yeah. I don't know. He just there was something special about this. You know, I I look back on this era of Doctor Who as as, as something special. Mm. You know, I think it's <laughs> squabbling like an old married couple. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> ooh. Ooh. Uh. And then, of course, going back and rewatching this after we've seen all of series five and six and yes. hearing these bits of dialogue and thinking back to, you know, how how I reacted to hearing that the first time. And now look into my eye. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Spoilers, Dave. <laughs> and here's the interesting thing is. We assume that it's his. We just assume that it's his name, right? Yeah, mm. we we assume that. But then, yeah, the doctor lies, and so does River. So right. Anyway, he said to her that you know. So she can't be saying, "Look into my eye," because then that would just be, unless, unless oh. she's a. <laughs> oh, Ian. Yes. <laughs> then again, oh, Moffat. If that turns out to yeah. be the case, she could be a what's it called a Tesselecta? Tesselecta. Now he's being spoilery. (laughs) 
And for any of those keeping score, I'm drinking because I've got no more cast. Well, I've got two more cast, and I'll get to that when they come back on the screen again. I'm drinking a Redwood Creek uh, California Merlot. It's very nice, actually. Um, on special at Winn-Dixie, two for ten bucks. Oh, Sixty is that? It's very tasty, very very tasty. But then again, it's Californian wine, so you're bound to get it a bit cheaper. Well, I'm drinking a Spanish wine. It's uh, Campanino, uh, All Vines, Tempranillo, Amberlo, 2009, and uh, uh, 39%. percent. And it's uh, oh, <laughs> that's and a if, nice sequence. Yeah. And if and if you like uh if you if you like all this wine chat then uh, you'll like Big and Fruity Dave. Woohoo, yeah. So what's your ID double one double two seven two. Yeah. Advertising. <laughs> so the doctor's screwdriver here has a has a blue light. Mm-hmm. Eleven's screwdriver has a green light. Hers has a red light. Hmm. Yes. And the funny the the the, the, the of course the, the continuity problem becomes that Moffat redesigned. Yeah, the, redesigned the so screwdriver. So we've got the the one that's that, that looks like tins. So who knows? Mm, yeah. Oh, across the shadows. And already you can notice that extra character in the background. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, you, you, you know, it pays to have somebody you tell re- you that. <laughs> yeah. You don't really notice it until the doctor asks. Yeah. Sixth. Which is nice. It's, it's, it's lovely the way they did it because you're like, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> and this sometimes show, you just want, you want to rewind and go, it was, did we really see that, you know? Yeah. The, the young actress playing uh, Charlotte looks, and looks, by the way, is that, a, a skit on uh, Linux, do you think? Hmm. <laughs> Could be. Could be. I wouldn't put it past. Uh, I thought I'd seen her in the new Sarah Jane Adventures, the girl who plays a character called Sky, uh, because the actress looks very similar to her, slightly older, but it isn't. Hmm. Uh, the two it- little kids, Ella and Joshua. Um, and Ella is played by Eloise. Uh, Platt, I won't say her <laughs> middle name. Yeah. Um, and, Rack- of course, Joshua is played by Alex Midwood. Rackick Platt, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I always hate it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, unlike a lot of uh, the, the child actors that we come across in Doctor Who, guys, this, this she's been busy since then. Uh, she was... Uh, in an episode of Jonathan Creek, which is a very good show, and a tomb robbery papyrus, notes of the past. And Alex has only been in Doctor Who, according to the Internet Movie Database, which, of course, we know is a repository of all knowledge about everything that's ever been on TV. <clears throat> now, uh, Mike, do you want to uh, tell us what's interesting about their names in this, Ella and Joshua? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's interesting, interesting, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Stephen Moffat named, chose those names because, you know, his son is named Josh and his son's friend is named Ella. So, real life names worked in go. rather nicely, I think. <laughs> yeah. 
Meanwhile, at the park. <laughs> Rather spooky seeing this. Yes. Yeah. I remember when I saw this episode originally, noticing how different in style this episode is compared with Silence in the Library. Mm. Yeah, the music is noticeably different. This, the style and pacing—well, maybe not the pacing, but the style is different. And it's something that Moffat would go on to do when he takes over the show. Right. Most notably, in Pandora opens Big Bang. But it's the whole thing of doing different styles for the for a two-parter. Oh, absolutely. Was it was it even David Tennant that said uh, uh, that nobody's going to guess how part two opens? Yeah, right. I remember that, yeah. It's good in this, Donna. Uh, this is one of the, uh, the ones I really felt that Donna was uh, excellent. Because uh, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't particularly like her, but I wasn't the biggest of her fans. Right. But I feel as though she did this real justice. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when he's too stupid to live. And we're watching. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, <laughs> Drawn in here. Yes. Just out of uh, interest, uh, the the girl who does play Sky in the most recent episode of uh, Sarah Jane Adventures that was on this week is Sinead Michael, uh, who also has done a lot of work. Uh, Silent Witness, Doctors, The Children, uh, Enid, uh, Clash of the Titans, uh, the movie, and uh, Waking the Dead. Well, well, the the one playing Charlotte here, of course, is Eve Newton. But it it looks like the same girl, two or three right. years older. We didn't. I didn't come here. I mean, that is classic, isn't it? Yeah. A skeleton in a spacesuit. Hmm. <laughs> and also another thing with camera tricks here is the character is the character in the background, other Dave. Yes. As soon as he's out of the frame, and suddenly, that happens. Yeah. And the doctor doesn't notice it right away. Yeah. He notices everything. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But it's neat that as soon as he's out of the frame, we don't see it happen, but it happens. All right. And it's not until the third time. That you twig. Yeah. And there we go. Because when we last saw him, his face was in view. It wasn't darkened. It wasn't dimmed. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That was fabulous. Down, I wasn't quite sure what had happened there. That no, was... it was very clever, though. 
Quit hanging around, Doctor. Uh, it's uh, music there. Da, da, da. I love, I like love how they, yeah, they pipe over this. Like, oh, and this this thing you don't get either until it's pointed out to you. Ah. Uh. Uh. Mm, the children. <laughs> <laughs> and there we it go. Was, but it was such a wishful film that Madonna to have a husband and kids, wasn't it? Very good. Oh, that reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Ah, why well, kind of why why can't Doctor Who be like this all the time? Oh wait, hang on. <laughs> we got that wish. Yeah. That guy finally took over and yes, and <laughs> And for the most part he's pretty good. Mm. Just a bit fairy taley. Yeah. yeah, a lot younger then. <laughs> a bit like the pictures of me on the Facebook, you know, put ones there about 20 years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to sound really clever when I say this. What's the bet that that, that that at some point that, uh, that I don't know Riverson can like regenerate or something, and then then she makes it so that uh, she she ages backwards a little bit. Oh, that's <laughs> that's uncanny. Yeah, uncanny. I, I know it's going to be prophetic. I tell you that one. <laughs> Where do you come up with these? <laughs> it's wild ideas. Yeah. Which he doesn't really do much, does he? Yeah. For somebody who came up with that bloody idea. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him snap his fingers much lately. Have you, have you fallen for Alex Kingston at this point yet, Ian? No, actually, I, it wasn't until she came back that I started... Uh, it wasn't actually, I don't think, until like Pandora opens that I was like... Uh, once I got a look at her in Jodpers, I think it was. <laughs> and no, it's not Jumpers, it's Jodpers. Jumpers doesn't make <laughs> bloody sense. Think about it. All she needed to look do was look down her the front of her dress to see her breasts. She went into the other room to check her butt out. Jodpers, it makes sense. Tight pants. Anyway, I digress. Lovingly digress, but digress nonetheless. And of course, all the uh, space suits in the story. And series six. Yes. <laughs> Actually, I didn't really like Alex Kingston when she was in uh, ER. But I suppose well, yeah. it was just a character, you know. Yeah, going back to what you were saying about, you know, taking a while to take a liking to Alex Kingston. Here, she was just sort of a one-off character. We didn't think we'd ever, we would ever see her again. Right. 
and then Time of the Angels came around in Series 5. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, David Tennant, I miss your hair. My head's big, not big enough. <laughs> it got bigger and bigger as the series went on, just more and more spiky and yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I miss David Tennant. Yeah. Oh. Don't tell. Yeah. Is that number significant, Mike? Yes, it's 4022. Switch it over, as I said earlier. You get oh. April 22nd, 0422. April 22nd. Hmm. Mm. On that day, on 2011, by the shores of Lake Silencio, etc., etc. Yes. Captain Jack was somewhere else trying to stop. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. About <laughs> that. <laughs> yes. Hmm. And of course, a lot of people have made comparisons between. Cal saving people here, and the Matrix from classic series with the Time Lords. Yes. Especially uh, the Deadly Assassin, where we learned that they stored data of uh, people's lives in the Matrix. So, Time Lords! Woohoo! Yeah. And of course, this episode, along with Science in the Library, was nominated for a Hugo Award, wasn't it? Nominated, but didn't win. No. I believe Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog won that year. Uh, Midnight, I believe, is also nominated. Uh, actually, Midnight's the episode that follows this. Yes. And it was on, I think it was also nominated, but as I said, Dr. Horrible won. And we've already done that, of course. Uh... <laughs> Wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey. <laughs> Indeed. We would talk about where some of these uh, scenes were filmed, but unfortunately our Welsh is rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I was looking over those names, and like, I was thinking about pronouncing them, then I realized, nope. Nope. I do love the Welsh, though. It's not because we don't love the Welsh. We love the Welsh. I love the Welsh. Uh, but, yeah, I just don't want to do the Welsh language a disservice by trying to trying to pronounce any of it. <laughs> Well, it's it's Dyfed Gardens, isn't it? I think that's how you pronounce that. Dyfed. Dyfed Gardens. I don't know. Yeah. There's going to be a, a dummy's guide to Welsh somewhere on a book on a bookcase. <laughs> oh. Got a point. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, excellent, this girl. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, if only that was 32 minutes. Ooh. <laughs> 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 
the home. That was quick. Crack like an egg. Hmm. I think we've heard that before in Doctor Who. When in the Remembrance of the Daleks, when uh, Seven was taunting, well, not taunting Davros, but describing what the this, the hand of the, the what the super weapon would do to Earth or whatever planet it struck, it would crack it open like an egg. I believe that was in this, the same little bit as unlimited rice pudding. I, I think cetera, I remember when I first <laughs> when I first watched this, I seem to remember thinking that you know uh, Doctor Moon was going to be some. You know, evil entity or, you know, some, uh, not time meddler, but something. Yeah, there's a lot of speculation there. Spoilers, Doctor. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lovely scene. Look at the way he's standing. It's not real anyway. Shut up. <laughs> oh, she's acting well in this. I oh, she's, she's, she's wonderful in this. She sells this whole thing. Yeah, because yeah, we know it's not real. But she plays it so well, and you really kind of feel yeah. for her, you know. Anybody thinking of uh, Picard in the Nexus mm. with his young family? Yeah. Um, which one was that? Generations, was it? Yeah. Uh, yes. The movie, of course. Yeah, it definitely like that. Cause like, like you had the, um, uh, Kirk. Uh, you know, he's he suddenly hears his dog barking and then his horse in the stable. Right. Very, very... uh... Oops. Oh. Oh. Lovely music again. Oh, yeah. Just the panic and the... I've said it before and I've said it again. Who in their right mind would say that that woman can't act? Yeah. No, she sells it, you're right. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I can, I can see <laughs> uh, the uh, what's the call it music in the background there. Mm. Da, 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 da. It's funny you mentioned the iPad earlier, and there we have an Apple keyboard. Yes. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Every book. Hmm. <laughs> What with it, the one with the, the Dalek Emperor's new clothes? <laughs> she 
she's very good. She's mm. she's just very good at this. Yeah. Of course, uh, I'm sure we mentioned this in the last commentary, but of course, you know, uh, fandom went, ran wild with she's the Ronnie. <laughs> Everyone is the yes, Ronnie. Everyone's the Ronnie. In Doctor Who, everyone's the Ronnie. Until they're not. But yes, exactly. River Song was definitely she has to be the Ronnie. Only the only somebody like the Ronnie could know that much about the Doctor. <laughs> Charlotte Abigail Lux. Yep. Any and every book. Hmm. Yes. Good message to parents there. Get get books for your children to read. Yes, once again, we're drawn in here. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, Steve Pemberton, I think you said, I mean, he's been in so much. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, you, throughout this whole thing, you just, just, oh, I wish he'd go away. Oh, he's so annoying. Oh, God, he's such a prat. <laughs> then at this point, you're like, oh. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> you know, puppy dog eyes. Oh, and there's another clue there for, you know, River knowing so much about the Doctor. Yeah, he has yeah. two hearts, and that killing off, stopping both those hearts will, he won't be able to regenerate from it. Nope. <laughs> oh, there we get that whole, <laughs> you hate me, I know. You I help you sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, here we get the doctor realizing, or letting on to the audience. Oh, that music right there. We're watching. Oh, <laughs> an astronaut suit pointed at him. Yeah. She did that. Oh, <laughs> look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Look me up. Yeah, um, I mean, the thing is, it then got a little bit overused, like at the Stonehenge and that. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that it's interesting how we get that here, and that 
it really plays up in Pandorica Opens with you know the the league the League of Doom that we have there, yeah. and even in series six with Madame Kavarian and the forces she's gathering to combat the Doctor, uh, the, he's this huge legend that everyone knows. She sucked him there. Yeah. <laughs> handcuffs. Oh, the handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> And why have you always got handcuffs? Spoilers. <laughs> oh, the handcuffs. <laughs> he didn't, but he's only just now knowing that. Yeah. So now, rewatching this, the question is, when is that going to happen? Right, and who, which mm. doctor? Yeah, that too. Because, yeah, that's, she says, you know, a new haircut and a new suit, so it's... <laughs> mm. Yes. Is this something that, that Stephen will be able to complete, or will this have to be picked up at a later date by uh, another production team? You know, uh, how many years away mm-hmm. is this? Yeah, someone just didn't say it, and that lovely ginger hair you had. <laughs> <laughs> now it's interesting that those lines right there, time can be re- rewritten in not one line. Yeah. Two other mm. instances of that, of course, we heard that in Wedding of River Song, where it's the opposite, yeah. where River says time can be re- re- rewritten, the Doctor says not one line. But if you go all the way back through the decades to the first Doctor story, the Aztecs. There's a part towards the end where the Doctor is saying to Barbara that his, you, the history cannot be rewritten and not one line. Yeah, yeah, and you just uh, was saying, when he's saying that, he was saying, you told me my name, you knew my name. So mm-hmm. that's the confirmation there. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's where we... Yeah. Um, and there's and... only one time that he could. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. So we've had two instances in... Series six, where he could have, or yeah, series six, the last half actually, right. and neither of those were so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it depends. Well, she doesn't believe. Yeah. Of course, the, the music being played right now is one of my favorite tracks from the the series four soundtrack. It's a track called "The Greatest Story Never Told." A beautiful track. And that's what we're hearing part of right now. I'm totally getting sucked yeah. into this. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all yeah. back. And they're all in black. Yes. Yeah. Well, you haven't got enough memory for all the different clothes. Yeah. It's a bit like when you go in Second Life and you have a standard uniform. <laughs> <laughs> not 4,000 there, but hey. Mm. I'm guessing around the other. Mm. Yes. I like how they managed to like at least populate it somewhat uh, so it didn't look quite so barren. Yeah, for a whole planet, it's still a small number. You'd think it'd have been 4 million, wouldn't you? Yeah. 
Well, the I mean, library wasn't how... so popular that day. Right. And 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 there's no saying. I mean, yes, we think of a planet as the as big as the planet Earth. You know, uh, who knows how how big it was? I know that it's bigger than Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> And it was good that he had a stammer because it was like explain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. <laughs> And suddenly, there at the end, there he is. There he is. But <laughs> uh, 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 teleported away. The stamp. Uh... Oh, bugger! <laughs> oh, that stammer. Stephen Moffat, you ass. Yes, what does happen yeah. to you, Donna? Hmm. You could you could read around in there about Jim the Fish. <laughs> yes, Jim the Fish. Oh, how we laughed about Jim the Fish. <laughs> I bet that fish was a herring. A red one, even. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's David with his tongue in the roof of his mouth again. <laughs> I'll have a drink, I think. See, we too, totally took this, the, 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 this uh, commentary the wrong way. We could have made up all sorts of stuff about River Song and said that we recorded this, like, I don't know, ten years from now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we could have. Hmm. Said that back in time. That's a well-used staircase. Yes. Mm. Huh, you can't run forever. I've been running for a long time. Now it's yeah. time to stop. <laughs> Stephen Moffat. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yes. Well, it's very steampunk, that uh, one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the lighting there. Yeah. And, yeah, the style of the screwdriver, yeah. yeah. Three times. Huh? Oh, you beauty! Look at that. I'm very good. I like the. <laughs> I like the doctor saying, "I'm very good." <laughs> Running with the doctor. <laughs> Oh, and we ran. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, I remember the yeah. brief clip that we had there. 
in the trailer, people were thinking, it's the Time Vortex. He's flying without the TARDIS. <laughs> the awesomeness that is David Tennant. <laughs> Not today. And Stephen has emphatically said that whatever happens in this episode actually happens. But then again, just like the Doctor, Stephen Moffat always lies. <laughs> yes. Actually, this might have been when I started fancying... Uh... Uh, <laughs> well, I can I like see the reasons, yeah. It is a nice dress. Yeah, it's funny, the whole thing with Moffat's whole everybody lives thing. That was, you know, a lot of people were saying that about Stephen Moffat's stories, that that's the common theme, that no one dies in a, right. in a Moffat story. Well, then Moffat takes over the show and, Starts well... Starts killing them off, live right in center. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Nope. <laughs> Dave, proper Dave. <laughs> to to Hula Riley, who plays uh, Evangelista, looks mm. completely different on oh, Wookiee yeah. with her blonde hair. Yeah. Now get your fingers ready, guys. Yep. I mean, it's it's obvious that that would work because the telepathic link, but still, it's really cool. Yeah, it is. And then, of course, the Doctor does it again at the end of 11th Hour. Yes. When, As you know, the, doc, the Doctor and Amy were standing in front of the TARDIS, and we saw that illuminated sign. Yes. Oh, that illuminated nice, sign. And that was a nice long shot into the TARDIS. We don't often see that. Mm, no, yeah, yeah. Well done. In that dress. Hello. <laughs> Hello, nurse. <laughs> or professor. <laughs> and there we go. The end of River Song's story, which is an interesting thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> the end. And yet, it's the beginning. Yes. Interesting how that worked. Yeah. Next time on, was the, it's midnight, yeah, of course. <laughs> the companion light one, of course. Which, of, um, of course, if you're watching these in, in uh, episode <laughs> order, which they are on uh, .com, um, you'll go straight to this one next. The uh, Cultum Collective have talked all over the top of yet another episode, and this was it. <laughs> Yeah, but of course we're living it in the wrong order. Yes. <laughs> Just like River Song, we're all in the wrong order. <laughs> yes. Good episode. I mean, mm -hmm. I should have actually listened to the last commentary before we got to this one. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a great episode. Um, 
a lot of rewatch value, I think, because of the fact of the relationship that, that that's now been established uh, between the Doctor and, and River Song. You know, in a way, Moffat's kind of seeded uh, this rewatchability into into this until uh, I guess until we see. I don't know how it's going to work out. If we will this end when we see the first time the doc uh, River Song meets the Doctor, or will this end with uh, the Doctor giving her that sonic screwdriver? Is his well, last technically we, we've already seen the first time she sees yeah. the Doctor. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, we have, haven't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's it's you know the the few things that we still have outstanding with unanswered questions. We have you know her finding out the Doctor's name. The, the the doctor giving her this, giving her the sonic, the modified sonic screwdriver, which, as we pointed out during the episode, would be interesting because the redesigned screwdriver that Eleven has, and uh, just the doctor showing up with a new haircut and a new suit to uh, take her to the to delirium, delirium or wherever it is, to yeah. the the singing towers for their last, uh, where the doctor was crying. Yeah, indeed, he's got he's got to give her that sonic screwdriver to make this one. A working episode, really. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm guessing he, the Doctor, gave him that one, gave her that, you know, one that looked like that, uh, so that it, uh, it matched. Yeah. So that his Doctor Ten wouldn't wouldn't notice. Yeah. Because well, it's the, the Doctor wouldn't, of course, know that it was would be Ten that would respond because that that answer, the res, the response on the uh, psychic paper just. Went sort of sideways in time, and who knows when that would have been picked up. But but then again, the doctor, you know, of, of course, having been, you know, at that point knew when she when and where she died, which one of them was there. So right, right. Um, wouldn't it be interesting if Troughton had done it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, or any of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I could just see uh, Seven <laughs> responding. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, so I guess the, the last time we'll see River Song in Doctor Who will probably be if they ever get round to it. It may end up being in a, in a book or an audio adventure. Who knows? But uh, when when uh, he finally says goodbye to her, you know, in 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 that fashion where he gives her a sonic screwdriver and takes her to the singing towers. I'm pretty sure Stephen Moffat would want to do that in an episode, so right. considering how huge a moment that is. Yeah, it all matter, it's all a matter of. Uh, you see, the thing is, I don't really picture it happening in with this Doctor, though. You know, I keep imagining that it's some other Doctor, but I don't know what Doctor. You know, like it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be eleven. It should be like twelve, thirteen. It should or be 19, another one, you know, because she says she knows more than. One or two faces. She knows yeah. all the faces. She knows all the faces, but then, of course, that throws in timeline issues of a previous incarnation was the the last one, the one that gave her the screwdriver. That would mess things up. Right. So it's twelve, I would think. Yeah. Whoever twelve ends up being. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really cool if it was the regeneration episode, and and the reference to the the, the haircut, and the new suit was actually a re- regeneration. Yeah. And an older doctor, because she says she looks, you know, you know, you're old, you know, older in the eyes. But anyway, that would be kind of cool. It was an older doctor, and he, he, it was the end of the regeneration episode. It's something I've got to go do, you know. <laughs> Off he goes. Yeah, I mean, all I'd like to add is um, 
I mean, again, because of the order we've done these in, but it's so nice to see David Tennant uh, back in the role of the Doctor from one perspective. Uh, Donna, one of her best outings, I thought, um, not that I didn't think she couldn't act, but I, I, I never took to her on, a, on another level, but there, uh, really, you know, she actually sold that whole uh, dreamness of uh, being, you know, having found that contentment. Because one of the things that's always been the ongoing theme of uh, Donna's life was this dissatisfaction with her lot, always thinking there should be more and that she was missing out. And here, for once, she had a chance to uh, to live that um, idyllic dream. And uh, good, a, a very, very strong cast in this particular one as well. Um, all the way through. Um, so, yeah, the rewatch value has definitely gone up yeah. now that we've had more of River Song's story. Yeah, and speaking of rewatchability, it's just all of the things that Moffat con- has used and continues to use in Doctor Who and his time running the show. And you go back and watch not only this two-parter, but Blink, uh, Girl in the Fireplace, and even as far back as uh, the MC Child, the Doctor, D- Doctor Dances with... With items and dialogue and things here and there, like we have, what we had revealed at the end of Wedding of River Song, the the great question, the question that will eventually be answered, the silent still want to be answered. The question, of course, is uh, Doctor Who, and you look back even as far back as the the Eccleston story, uh, Empty Child, Doctor Dances. There's a line, there's a bit of dialogue between the Doctor and Rose in the Doctor Dances where it's this is just after. Rose has introduced the Doctor to Captain Jack as Mr. Spock, and uh, Rose is talking to the doc to, to, to the Doctor about you never give me a name. Who are you, Doctor Doctor Who? Right. So it's Moffat playing with ideas here, and and the, the, his threads go back that far back. Yep. So you know rewatchability comes into play, and I mean, the, the Doctor's name is a question that comes up in each of Moffat's stories in the tenant era really came up even in girl in the fireplace when, uh, when Renette read the doctor's mind and said that the doctor's name was, was a mystery uh, was something that was hidden even from him. Maybe. Right. So yeah, it's, it's just interesting. All those little clues that Moffat's hidden yeah. around. I mean, it's been said that, that, you know, we should never know the doctor's name, you know, because it would be, always be, it would never, it would never be, good yeah. enough it would never be uh, so and that's that's what puzzles me and alarms me about this whole question of you know doctor who it's like yeah. uh, it's something that should it's the right it's a question that should never be asked and it should never be answered yeah, and it's uh, interesting that you know we get the dialogue that refers to it as the oldest question because you right. know, it really is it goes back to an unearthly child when yeah. when when ian and barbara are there in the tardis and they hear that his name is the that susan's grandfather's is named the doctor and Doctor Who, who is he? So yeah. you know, it even goes back, and you know, there, there's just all sorts of speculation about like w- maybe the Doctor fled from Gallifrey and hid his name because of something he found out there, and his, if his name's found out, it'll lead to a greater mystery from from older Gallifrey. So, yeah. You know, who knows? And at this point, it's whatever Moffat wants to make of it, really. Yes. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. Uh, join us next week, or yeah, it's it's hard telling when you're joining us next because if you're doing this in sequence, join us next week for <laughs> for yeah, I midnight. Spo- I think it might be spoilers if we tell. <laughs> join us next week for midnight if you're if you're doing this in chronological episode order. Uh, 
If not, join us for something that isn't Doctor Who next week. <laughs> so, anyone want to go to Mars? Um, uh, <laughs> until... Hmm, David Bowie. Hmm. As long as I know I have to drink water. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go fire up the quarter. Uh, all right, until then, it's goodbye from Mr. Randall Thor. It's goodbye from Dave AC. It's goodbye from Ian, the Sixth Doctor. Goodbye, everybody. Now, pub our library. I can't work it out. Anyone been to Lisbon lately? <laughs> pub at midnight. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.